Hi, this is David in Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to the English Sabbath School podcast. I hope you enjoy the program. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mo Saina for the English Sabbath School podcast, lesson six for Tuesday. I said Tuesday, February seventh. Today's title: Lots bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have to think about where we are putting our treasure, right? But first, let us pray, dear Heavenly Father. Oh, Father, you love us so much. Despite the fact that we make so many wrong choices, despite we have bad decisions, but you still are willing to forgive us. Help us, Father, also to be faithful to you, and to learn to forgive others who hurt us. But most importantly, teach us to put our attention, our priorities, in the things that are eternal, not things that shall pass away. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen. The lesson begins as follows: When Abram left his homeland, responds to God's call, his nephew Lot chose to go with him on his pilgrimage. Genesis 13 records that God blessed Abram to the point that he was very rich in cattle, the primary 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 measure of wealth in that culture, and in other cultures even today, and silver and gold. Genesis 13:2. Lot also had flocks and herds and tents. Genesis 13 verse 5. They both became so wealthy with their extensive livestock herds that they could not dwell close together. In order to avoid strife between their herdsmen, Abram offered Lot the choice of where he would like to live. <laughs> of course, Lot should have deferred to Abram, his senior. Yeah, right. And because he owed his own prosperity. To his connection to him, however, he showed no gratitude to his benefactor and selfishly wanted what he considered the best land available. Yeah, that said, unfortunately, us in the uh, we in the the Western world we understand it very well that we don't give any deference, any any uh, res uh, any respect to older people. And Lot showed his very contemporary uh, idea as well. Me first, and uh, some people might say, "Well, Abram offered. You choose." So he chose. By the way, my friends, those of you learning English as a second language, pay attention to the verb to choose. We have the noun choice. Example: You have a choice, but the verb to choose. You can choose. So it's double O, C H, double O S E. Choose now. Choose this day who you will serve, but the lesson is using the verb in the past. Chose just one o, c h o s e, and the pronunciation is chose, and the past participle is chosen. Ask your teacher,、uh, your English teacher, about the difference. But pay attention. Choose infinitive present. I choose. Past. I chose. Very good, very good. So the lesson starts with an invitation for us to do what? Yes, Fabio and Sandali. I cannot even imagine when you're finding time to study your lesson and to listen to our podcast. Congratulations for being so loyal listeners. But here we have to open our Bibles to Genesis 13, verses 10 through 
I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. Lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan toward Zoar was well watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Question. What rational factors could have led Lot to make the decision that he did? Yeah, he chose the most fertile land. Do you need to be very intelligent to choose that? <laughs> so, and, but, warning, danger and consequences, right? But the lesson commends the following. However easily Lot could have justified his decision to move to the city, things didn't turn out so great for him there. And he, when Abram heard about what had happened to him, he didn't say, Well, too bad, Lot. You reap what you sow. Instead, he came to his rescue, as recorded in Genesis 14. Remember, a couple of quarters ago, we studied the book of Genesis, and there was the story there about how Abram was willing to sacrifice everything to rescue his uh, nephew Lot. Going on. Sometimes, in our quest for more stuff, we don't learn our lessons well. Mm -hmm. Lot moved right back into Sodom. But in his great mercy, God sent messengers of warning to Lot and his family, letting them know of the pending destruction of these cities. Opening a parenthesis here, right, Delma? But, of course, Lot uh, wanted to be in a comfortable position. He had lands, he had herds, uh, he had livestock, but he could live in the city where there would be more infrastructure, more options for entertainment, good food, good wine. Uh, his daughters could have a better education. Let us imagine with our Western contemporary minds, right? And of course, the city would be better, even though he saw that the city had been already attacked and plundered by enemies, and he went back there. Oh, Father, we don't learn, do we? But the lesson asks us to open our Bibles, and we're going to be reading Genesis chapter 18. Pastor Antal, attention, attention. Chapter, not captor. No, 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 no. Chapter, yeah. And thank you once again, Pastor Celio, for listening to our podcast and for giving us so much uh, welcome advice. And congratulations, you're improving your English every day. So Genesis 18, verses 20 through 33. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great, and their sins so grievous, that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The man turned away and went toward the Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you whip away? Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the fifty righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, 
If I find fifty righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham spoke again. Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than fifty? Will you destroy the whole city for lack of five people? The Lord said, If I find forty-five there, I will not destroy it. Once again he spoke to him. What if only forty are found there? He said, For the sake of forty, I will not do it. And he said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only thirty can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I find thirty there. Abraham said, Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only twenty would can be found there? He said, For the sake of twenty, I will not destroy it. Then he said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only ten can be found there? He answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left, and Abraham returned home. Wow, wasn't it amazing? Ten people, and the Lord couldn't find ten righteous people in that city. Oh, Father, examine our hearts, please. Question, what did God tell Abraham was the reason for his visit to earth? And what was Abraham's response to the news that God was planning to destroy these wicked cities? Ooh, I know my response. Would If I had been Abraham, I would say, Well done, Lord. Finally, you're doing something about those terrible places. But Abraham showed mercy and patience, right? Incredible. Incredible. When we walk with the Lord, our temper, our priorities change, right? Our worldview changes. The lesson concludes, because of Abraham's concern for Lot and his family, he bargained with God to spare the cities if righteous people could be found in them. He started with 50 and went down to 10. In harmony with his character of love, God never stopped granting mercy until Abraham stopped asking. God and the two angels personally delivered Lot, his wife, and their two daughters. But his wife looked back and became a pillar of salt. Lot entered Sodom, a wealthy man, and came out with almost nothing. How careful we need to be about the kind of decisions that we make, especially thinking only of short-term gains in contrast to the big picture. And we're encouraged to read Mark 8, 36-37. Jesus himself speaking, What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Oh, Father, yes, this week, the title, to remember for this week's title, my friends, laying up, storing up treasure in heaven. Where was Lot's treasure? Where was his wife's treasure? It's food for thought, isn't it? Meditate about it. Well, this is the end of Lesson 6 for Tuesday, February 7th. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram. Just look us up. Believes UNESP. 
Tell your friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars, please, so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying, not only with us, but for us.